would turn in your Bibles with me to Psalms chapter 84. Psalms 84, we'll start our reading there in verse 1 of Psalms chapter 84. Have you thought this week or maybe last week about what your life was in 2019, how the year played itself out? Some may have experienced loved ones passing away. Some may experience different jobs or different things happening in their homes or some may have got a new home. Have you really looked at what went on in 2019 in your life, personally? How did it look? How you made plans? And how maybe they didn't play out? So I ask you, have you already made plans for what your life will look like in 2020? Have you made those decisions? Have you put some things in place to say, you know what, I'd like to see this happen. I'd like for this to happen in my life. Well, I'm going to say this. And each and every one of us know it, that life is really unpredictable. We are one phone call from our world being turned upside down right now. Amen? Everybody here, one phone call this afternoon, and our whole world seems to tumble before us. So life is truly unpredictable changes so rapidly so much of our life is out of our control so often though we think you know what I've got everything going my way everything's under control I have it going my way I have the tiger by the tail when actually you and I have very little control in our lives but there are some things that we do have control of and that's what I want us to focus on this morning I want us to focus on us as blood-bought children of God to focus on the things in our lives that you and I can control. And Psalms chapter 84 lays them out before us. So look there with me in verse 1. How admirable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found a house. And the swallow nests for herself, where she may lay her young. Even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in the house, thy house. They will be still praising thee, Salah. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today, and Lord, we we ask that you do something with your word this morning that we're not capable to do. We pray that the Holy Spirit move upon your word this morning and move within our hearts, putting your word deep within our souls, that there will be a change in us by what you've shown us through the moving of God the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray your presence upon us this morning. We pray that every action, every thought that is carried out through this service, that you will be exalted in it. We pray that Satan be barred from this place in the name of Jesus Christ, that you move as you see fit in each and every heart, starting with me, O Lord, my God. Thank you for who you are. and Thank you what you've done for me. It's in Jesus Christ's name I ask it. Amen. 
First of all, uh, as we prepare to move into 2020, I believe there's some things that are shown here in the first four verses that we should do. You and I, I believe, should look back at the past blessings. It will do us no good to look back at past failures. It will do no good for us to sulk or be upset about what has happened yesterday. We need to look forward, but we need to look back and through 2019 and look at what God has done for us because that's the clue of what God's going to do for us this year. We need to look back at these past blessings that's been bestowed upon us. Look there with me first in verse 1 and 2, and I want us to see this sweet fellowship. And every blood-bought child of God had this in 2019. Now, whether you've done your part in it, you believe God carried His out. It says, How uh, admirable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. God has instilled in each and every person a longing to fellowship with Him. Whether it, uh, whatever person it might be, whatever they may think in their life, whatever ideas they may have saying there may not be a God or there is a God or I don't know. Let me tell you this, there has been something placed in each and every person, a desire to fellowship with its Creator and that is Jehovah God. And He alone. And he's, He wants that. For the life of me, Brother Ricky, I can't imagine why Jehovah would want to have anything to do with me. I can't grasp that type of blessing. I can't grasp that type of love that God the Father desires fellowship with me. And we see that even in the beginning. What did He do? He came every morning to fellowship with Adam and Eve. To walk with them in the garden. I'm going to tell you what God desires right now. You and I as children of God. God desired for us to wake up this morning from the sleep that he allowed us to have last night. He desired us to come to him on bent knee as we rolled out of bed and say, Lord, I want a fellowship with you. I want to walk right beside you today. I want you to lead me. I want you to guide me. And I want that sweet fellowship that you have in store for me. That's what God wants. He'd done it through 2019 and he wants it today just strongly. But also there's a fascination I see here. Look there with me in verse 3. Yea, the sparrow hath found a house and the swallow a nest for herself where uh, she may lay her young. Even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. What's that mean? Is he talking about two birds here? that have to do with anything I'm going to tell you my God is concerned about all of his creation even the birds he's made sure they have a house and they have a nest he's made sure that they've had that I want to tell you today that our God has a fascination with you in your life isn't that great out of all that God created, the crowning uh, jewel of His creation is mankind and He has a fascination. He doesn't slumber nor does He sleep. His mind is always on me. And if He will tend to the birds of the air, you rest assured He'll tend to the crown of creation, mankind. He desires our fellowship and He has a fascination with what goes on in our lives. Have you ever carried a child somewhere and... Uh, Maybe be working on something. 
And as you're working on something, and especially a little boy, you can't keep him away. You're steadily pushing him away. You ever had that, Brother Kevin? You know why he has a fascination? And it may be just a simple task of taking a bolt off something or putting something on. And he has a fascination to that. I'm going to tell you, you know what that comes from? That's the way God is with my life. However small it is, my God has a fascination. My God is focused on what I'm doing at that point in time. And he always wants to be right there involved. But now let me say this. He's not, he's not wanting me to take the bolt on and off. He wants me to tend on him to take the bolt off and on and off. He has a fascination with what's going on in our lives. And we have missed so many blessings, I believe, through 2019 because we didn't ever grasp that my God wants a fellowship with me. He has a fascination in my life that He wants to oversee everything I do, everything I think, and everything I touch. He's fascinated with me. What a treasure. What a God. But also I see in this passage, He has a satisfying freshness look there in verse 4 blessed are they that dwell in thy house they will be still praising thee see what happens there when you and I get in that place to say you know what I want that perfect fellowship that God has in store for me I want to walk with him daily I know he has a fascination in my life he wants to oversee every little thing I'm doing and I'm going to tell you what will happen the reason that through 2019, those times that I was not satisfied with my life is because I didn't have the right fellowship with Jehovah. I couldn't get any satisfaction. I was trying to do it my way, thinking of my way to do it. And all God wants is me to get right with Him, start looking to Him, and He will satisfy us every time. It's waiting on us. That's what's happened in the past, and that's what will happen in the future. But I want us to look at, look at the following passages in this scripture in verse 5. And I want us to look at the present need. Something that I need today. And I can control this. Here's something that I can control. These present needs. Now you're thinking, well, these present needs, we needed it. It was Christmas. We need to be looking for those not as fortunate as us. You were, but that's not what we're going to see here. So often... I think and I hear someone come to me or even in my own life and I say, Lord, this individual is doing this and I don't know why they want to act this way towards me. I don't know why they're coming at me like this. I've not done any wrong to them. Lord, you just fix them. You help them. You correct them. Nothing wrong with that prayer, but I think you skipped a step. When things are going bad, when someone's attacking you, Brother Gary, when someone's coming down on you, the first thing we should say, Lord, change me. Do a work within me. And maybe what I'm seeing is not as bad as it looks when I get right. Lord, do a work within me. Change me. So these needs I'm going to show you has to do with us, not everyone around us. Look there with me in verse 5. The present needs. Verse 5. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, and whose heart are the ways of them. What's that saying? See, this is the strength that blesses. Instead of these people that you would say, you know what, I had never seen anything that this fellow's done for me that's blessed me. Well, maybe you're the problem. 
Maybe you start, need to start reaching out to that, that strength that blesses. Maybe you need to have that strength fall upon you that you'll be a blessing to them. Maybe there's something that needs to transpire and something to take hold in our own lives that we depend on the strength of the Lord instead of ours and quit worrying about why you're being treated in that. Look to His strength, not yours. The video even showed that. Don't depend on your strength. Your strength will fail you. Your strength will leave you disappointed. Your strength will leave you heartbroken. Your strength will leave you sorrowful. You start depending on the strength that blesses and that only comes from God Himself. That strength is great. But also I see at the, these present needs that we have in verse 6, I see a strength that believes. There with me in verse 6. Who passing through the valley of Baca, Make it a well. Now I want you to catch this. Now he's just traveling. And he's saying, Lord, just in this far land, I want you to make a well there. But it even goes further. Look what God does in this. He says, make it a well, and rain also filleth the pools. So not only is there a well of blessing there, there's also pools of blessings. I mean, there's water everywhere. Do you believe that we can live our lives that God blesses us daily? You believe you've been blessed daily? If you say, well, I don't know. Well, you weren't looking for it. You missed it. Something was wrong in you. Again, present needs. You see what he's saying here, I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be in a place I've never been before. I'm going to be a place that isn't at home. It's not going to be in my comfort zone. But yet God's going to go before me. He's going to have wells dug. And not only is he going to have a well dug, he's going to have pools of water everywhere. That's what my blessings are. What he's actually saying here is, is, Brother Tony, you need to wear your hip boots because the blessings that God's fixing to bring. Showers of blessings. Showers of blessings. You know, our sign a few weeks back said, if you thank God for what you received yesterday and He was to give you what you was thankful for, what would you have today? Four days may look sad, wouldn't they? They could be pitiful looking, wouldn't it? I believe that we have a God today. The Word of God proclaims it. It is a, a doctrinal truth that my God wants to bless me. My God wants to bless you. Your Lord wants to uh, have every aspect of your life controlled. And it may look bad. It might be a dark day, but I'm going to tell you He's the light of it. There may be times in the valley, but He's going to carry you to the mountain in it. He's always there. He wants to bless us. And he, we got to believe it. Boy, it's easy. Man, we come to church. We sit through Sunday school. We sit through the uh, preaching service. We say, well, God will strengthen us. God will carry out and give us all things that are needed to glorify Him. God wants to be involved in every aspect of my life. Amen. And we walk straight out the door and depend on ourselves to do it. You know why? We don't believe it. When a blood-bought child of God will start saying, Lord, it is your strength that I need. It is your blessings that I need to strengthen me to carry out your work. And I know that's your will for my life. Give it to me. I'll receive it. And I'll use it for your honor and glory. That's when God will start moving in your life. That's when God will start taking over in your life. But then we have to have the strength that blesses. And we need the strength that believes. And then I'm going to tell you what happens. Let me show you what happens here. Look there in verse 7 with me. They go from strength 
to strength. So they got strength for this, then they get strength for that. Every one of them in in Zion um, appeared before the Lord. O Lord, or O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. What's he saying here? When you and I start saying, Lord, it's your strength that's all that's the blessing in my life. I can't carry anything out in my own life. Everything that I could build within my strength will falter. Everything within my strength will fade. I'm going to depend on your strength because your strength's the one that truly blesses. And Lord, and I also believe that you want to give me that strength. But you see right here, this is the strength that builds. This is the strength from strength to strength. See, it's a building block. So many things that happen in our lives are just a uh, God will use, everything's used for His glory, and it may not look good. And it might not have been uh, God's will for it to be that way, but His permissive will allowed it to happen because of our actions. But you see, we can look at that in the right light. That you know what I'm going to do in this? This was self-inflicted upon me. I done this to myself. I was wrong in it, Lord. I confess it to you, but I pray that you'll use my wrong. Where I've went wrong and repented of it, and you'll strengthen me more that I won't do that again. You know, it's said a smart man will learn from his failures. But a wise man learns from others' failures. If we'll take those times that we've been wrong. And we'll turn them over and say, Lord, I need your strength. I I know that you want to build me up, that you've got strength that is a blessing for me, but that's not what I'm looking at it for. I'm looking at it that you'll build me for your honor and your glory. You'll make me stronger today than I was yesterday, that others will see Christ in me more tomorrow than they did today. Build that strength. Give me that strength that keeps pushing me on. Strength after strength after strength that you'll be glorified through it. But also we need to look ahead to opportunities. Look there with me in verse 9. Behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. God, our shield, look upon the face of the anointing. You see, now he's got fellowship here because he's saying, You can look at me. I'm standing right here in your presence, O oh Lord. But here's the wonderful thing about this He's in our presence. You know, the Word of God tells us He'll never leave us nor forsake us. There's times that I've walked away from God, but you know where He was? He is the same place I left Him. He'll always be right behind me when I walk off. All I have to do is turn uh, around and there he'll stand. 180 back and there he'll be. I'll be in his presence. You see this verse of scripture is talking about his presence in our life. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. What makes us think that when we get along and we lay down when no one we think's around and we can think any filthy thought we want to? If we can think about gossiping and the, uh, the, some of the hardships that others are feeling and that brings us joy, what makes us think that God doesn't see that? He does. 
What makes us sit and dwell on these things that we would never say out loud? Well, I'm going to tell you, you need to confess it. And when that comes, you need to say, get thee behind me, Satan. I'm in his presence, and I can't do that. I can't do that. My God is here. Man, what an opportunity we have this year. What will you and I be able to accomplish for His sake? I'm not this prosperity preacher that you're going to get rich this year if you just start doing what God wants you to. I'm not saying that. No, I'm going to tell you, you'll be rich because you've done what God wants you to. He doesn't have to hand me my material things for me to ever be rich. Brother Ricky, I'm already an heir to a throne this morning. I'm already a prince. I've already, uh, this world will be mine. My Lord will come back and it'll be His footstool. And He'll give it to me anyway. But you know, what would make me not think or desire to be in His presence? But then, I also see in verse 10, His providence. Look there. I love this. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wickedness. You know what he's saying here? Now this doorkeeper, there's not a porch on this one. He's standing out in the weather. That's what he's actually saying here. He's manning a door in the cold of the winter, in the hot of the summer, in the rain of the spring, in the wind. That's where he's at. He's standing in all the elements. But he said, I'd rather be there than in the tent of the wickedness. My life will represent Jesus Christ. I'd rather do things that this world despises, that they look down upon me. As long as I'm that doorkeeper and that's where God put me, that's where I'll be. I won't dwell in the house of the wickedness. I'll be standing right there. His provision will always be enough. You will never be anywhere this upcoming year that God doesn't know just where you're going to be. In eternity past, whatever you may face, God's already got you the strength, the mercy's already available to carry you through that situation. And He's going to provide a way for Him to be glorified in your life through it. You know, this actually means that God has great things in store for me this year. That's what that means. There's things that's already set aside that no one else can receive. God's going to give them to me. Man, what a blessing. But then we see his portion. Look there in verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walketh upright. Not one thing. Now you say, well, I've seen people do real well and they're not living right with the Lord. They get all these things. That's not what this is saying. He's not talking about what you think's good. He's telling you what's good for you. That's what God's talking about here. You say, well, what good can come out of this? Well, I tell you what, surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ and let Him show you what good will come from it. That's what we have to do. We can't figure out the things that are happening in our life right now, much less what's going to happen tomorrow. But I do know what we can control. We can control to say, I'm going to be in fellowship with my Lord. I'm going to look to Him for all of my strength. And I'm going to look for the opportunity to serve Him in whatever place I'm in. And it'll be good enough for me. 
That's what he's looking for. He's got a portion to give. You see, God uh, has got many great blessings to give to me this year, but that's not why I serve him. No, I serve him because I love him. He's going to bless me whether I've done anything. You know, we pray so often, Lord, give us, uh, bless us today. You don't have to pray for the Lord bless you. He's going to bless you. What we need to do is say, Lord, what do you have of me to do? What needs to be changed in me? Reveal to me. What needs to be changed in me that I'll be worthy of those blessings? Oh, whoa. Oh, that'd be a tough prayer, wouldn't it? Lord, I just want to be worthy of all you give me today. I can't match that. I can't equal that. But that's my desire. That's my goal. And that's what I'm going to try to achieve. To be worthy of all that you give me today. That's where we need to be, Calvary. Right there. But then we say, well... How am I going to get through all that? Well, a lot of times we mess up when we start saying I. A lot of times we mess up when we start saying me. Instead of saying my God, say it. My God willed. My God has directed. And my God will give. Look there with me in verse 12. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. His protection. Is this telling me that if I will just depend upon the Lord, if I'll just trust the Lord, that I will be blessed beyond measure, not as this world would see it, that I will be blessed beyond measure if I'll just trust the Lord? That's too simple. No, that's exactly what he's saying. Just trust me. Just trust me. Believe me. Fellowship with me. Depend upon my strength. My providence. My presence. My portion. And my protection. How will you and I face 2020? We can face it however we desire. Because we have control of how we're going to face it. Now, I'm not going to tell you that there won't be a whooping coming by you choosing your way. But you can choose your path. You can choose how you're going to start the new year. You can choose what you're going to do this afternoon. You can choose how you're going to act this afternoon. So here's one thing that we can control as we're fading from the year 2019 into 2020. I can choose to depend on Him for it. Just trust Him. Just trust Him with it.